Hello, I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And welcome to the all new Spoilerama, which is pretty much like the old one. Except we're now on iTunes and we're all over Facebook and Twitter. And that's thanks to Joe Marie de la Fuente and Luciana Sanson. Listen, thank you, Marina, for saying those names. I wasn't going to chance it myself. <laughs> They're two journalists who have been helping us promote um, Spoilerama. And basically, as a result of all this work, we've really expanded our listenership. Yeah, we've got some. Yes, exactly. And all over the world, Australia included. Which brings me to our film for today, The Girl on the Train. Because Jeanette Muscat, head of our Antipodean, I'm pronouncing that wrong, Antipodean, Australian <laughs> promotional division in Perth, happened to see this film herself recently and remarked, and I quote, Not one to tell others what to do, not to do, but highly recommend avoiding Girl on the Train. Perhaps the book explored the themes of domestic violence, control, narcissism better, but that was the most B-grade, telemovie-esque, misogynistic heap of shite I've seen in a very long time. Jeanette doesn't hold back. <laughs> what were you thinking, Emily Blunt? Hash male gaze, hash awful, hash can't unsee, hash wishing for a blackout of my own. So that was <laughs> JB, as I know her, reaction to Girl on the Train. Would you share that viewpoint, Marina? Absolutely. Really? <laughs> yes. Well, having read the book. That's what I was going to say, because you were reading the book before going to see it. We were discussing this. I'd seen the film and you were saying you were enjoying the book. Yeah. Oh, it was so, like it was a book that I could not put down. I was loving every minute of it. And it was just I actually read it up until we were parking at the cinema. That was when I <laughs> and actually didn't actually finish it. I found Did you bring out. It in with you? Oh, you haven't finished no, it? No, I, I haven't. Like I had a few pages only to go. Because Marina promised uh, to lend it to me when she's finished. That's why I'm asking. But carry on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, <laughs> so she hasn't brought it in with her. Anyway. So uh, I read up until, let's say, about three minutes before the actual ending of the film. That's up until where I read it. Okay. And... I think that the author must be appalled <laughs> of how they did that film. Well, I would say, first of all, we should give some sort of hint of the plot because you just uh, implied it's a whodunit. It is effectively a whodunit. It's, yeah. there's, someone is killed and someone's responsible, to quote Plan on from Outer Space, which has nothing to do with this. But, and that's what you find out, you found out who who was responsible and everything else about it. The mystery is solved because it is a mystery thriller. And you found out who it was just... Was it an exciting shock revelation in the book for you? Well, f not exactly for me because I'm the person that being used to Agatha Christie, you mm -hmm. have to take into consideration absolutely everyone because yes. it could be everyone, yeah. anyone, I mean. And so when I was reading, I had... A few ideas like the great thing about the book is it it makes you doubt even the protagonist who you're yeah. supposed to feel for mm -hmm. and re not relate to but you know uh, have that kind of empathy connection yeah empathy is yeah. perfect yeah and you still doubt her there's a part of you that's like she's doing the film as well I don't think they did that very well well, probably by casting Emily Blunt no I thought she was brilliant oh no she is the, very good the, but the, because she is a star you just know to a certain extent you identify with her too much. Like certainly I haven't read the book, but I know from what I've read about the book is that it's told from different viewpoints. Yeah. From three different women, isn't it? Yeah, that exactly. It. Yeah. Whereas the film implies that at the start, like it shows 
introduces each of the characters. Exactly like the book. Yeah. And then just concentrates almost entirely on Emily Blunt because she's the star of the film. Yeah. And certainly you're just so sympathetic with her. Whereas in the book, it's a different character. Was it like you knew Emily Blunt was playing this part when you were reading the book? Yeah, that's the thing. I did imagine Emily Blunt as the character. Sometimes, sometimes I didn't. I kind of went in and out all the time in my imagination. But the rest of the characters, I didn't even bother looking up who it was because I didn't want to ruin it either. Mm-hmm. I had my own idea of what it was. Yeah, I tried to do that um, as well. But I did think, as I was reading it, I was thinking, yeah, this is actually the perfect part for her. Really? Then the film was crap. And I was like, <laughs> I don't well, think she should add this to her CV. Well, that's it. Like, why is it you think the film was crap because you were so pleased with the book? Is it a, it's such because, a disappointment? No, it's because, book? right, the main reason I did not like the film is that it's it was told, not showed. Shown. Shown. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being really pedantic. Shown. No, 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 no. Please correct me. <laughs> no, uh, shown. Um, so, for example, there's a few things, say, in the book. Uh, when she's lying down on the bed and Kathy's there, which is her roommate. And just, mm-hmm. just to make it clear, uh, Emily Blunt's character is always drunk. She's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And she was drunk and and Kathy was putting her in, the, in, in bed and she said... I'm really sorry, Cathy. I've been here for two years now. It was only supposed to be two weeks. That was a completely random thing thrown in there just for the film to make sense. Mm-hmm. When in the book it was told by Emily Blunt, uh, by, by Rachel, who is the mm-hmm. character, as as her narrating. It wasn't actually a piece of dialogue. Right. Oh, this is just so, different background information. Yeah, so they're just throwing it through the dialogue so you can have a background. Which I thought, and I thought of many ways that they could make this film so much more visual and mm. interesting, that they don't need to say the lines. Well, you, yeah. know, well, you see, again, because I was looking at it from the point of view of not having read the book, so I just absorbed that when that line came. And I would be the sort of person who hates things like that, where they just state something that, necess- that people wouldn't say, that is there just purely to tell the audience what's going on. And yeah. somehow, I do remember that line, but I, never, I don't remember it jarring or anything like plenty of in the film did. But I, mean, I will say, like, Emily Blunt plays Rachel, who is a woman who used to live in suburbia and every day passes on the train to work, supposedly, where her and passes by all the old neighbourhoods she used to live in and passes by the house where her husband and his new wife and child now live. And it's it's certainly implied, well, it practically stated, that this is what has turned her into an alcoholic and that was where I was looking at. So it sort of prejudiced me in that way from the start watching because that was fairly clearly implied in the film. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't know. Was there anything that I felt was particularly misogynistic or anything like that? Did that feel like that to you? No. Do you, do you know what the thing with me, with that film with me was? It was literally the storytelling. Mm. I didn't really go into... You know, it's it's just like all of the characters in the book are perceived as suspects right. to the murder. Even Rachel, who's Emily Blunt's yeah. character. So every single person there can be a suspect. And it's subtle so that when it gets to the end, you'll be shocked. Okay. That was the whole point. And the film did not do that. I don't feel it did because I thought they could do it in many visual ways, like insinuations. Like it was just 
things that were just too obvious. It's just yeah. everything is just so bad. It's just, it was it was raging because I was so excited. I kept patting Mr. Marina Gore, like, oh my god, it's gonna start! I can't <laughs> wait. And try and first few scenes, I was like, oh. Well, then is it safe to say you loved the book? Like yes. you really loved the book, and that's why the film was going to be a disappointment anyway. But it's even more of a disappointment because it's just a bad film. Yeah, but the thing is. Miss Peregrine was a great book and mm-hmm. it was a great film as well. Yeah. Well, I would say, I, as I said, haven't read the book. So I was looking at it from purely a film point of view and I thought it was OK. It wasn't great. But the thing I would say, for like, you see, you're approaching it and when you're describing it there as it's a murder mystery and who did the murder or whatever. And I didn't. That wasn't what I saw in the film. Exactly. But uh, no, but that's what I liked. I thought that was good because therefore that's why it is a shock revelation, all the revelations that come across, because it is a lot more of it's what I felt about film is what is this actually about? Is it and I felt that in a good way, like, is it about Emily Blunt's great character, Rachel, falling apart? Is she imagining all this? Is has someone been murdered and all this? And even though all those are in there and they are all elements of the story, you just don't know which is the primary one which I liked and I liked that then it all came to be what is resolved and I think we probably have given away far too much I'm going to have to do some serious pruning on this well not really but the thing is I thought that I think it was very bad storytelling even if you don't want to base it that much on the book and you can't really because it is the book is so full of detail that Mm -hmm. you can't really base it but the thing is filmmaking wise they could have done something so much more visually appealing and mm-hmm. nicer and much more like cool to understand that people would actually want to see the film again that's what I thought As I said film. yeah I said they could have done so much better there's like loads of ways they could like the fact that she had to say some stuff that she didn't need to just just to use the flashbacks would be enough especially mm-hmm. the way they were telling even Mr. Marina Gorse said he was confused at one point. Is this now? Oh, is this was, last Friday? Yeah, I is was this very confused yeah. through a lot of it. Which I thought, if you're going to do the film then based on this book, because during the book, even I got a bit confused during the book because it, it's kind of like a diary. So it says morning, right. 30th of July, 2013. And then the next chapter is Anna, 12th of August, whatever. Yeah. But like, it's fine in the book because you can go back and see what it is and come back. <laughs> but during the film, I think if they really wanted to do that whole thing, I think they should have started with the murder. And, or mm-hmm. even started with her at the train or whatever, but straight after maybe the, her missing and then the murder and then her, well, like, you know, kind of remembering all this mm-hmm. and her relationship with Tom and how she became like that. Well, they, Rather than putting, well, they kind of did, but they still did Anna narrating one part. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, that's, they, were trying to, they were trying to copy the approach of the book by having it, first of all, as you said, Rachel narrating one part and then you have a title appearing on the screen saying Rachel and then her bit and then one of the other women Megan wasn't that one Megan was another woman and then Anna as you said so you see their different viewpoints Um, but then they just abandoned that pretty quickly that was just they started it off it does imply something has happened something dramatic has happened and that's what the film that's why I'm saying you're not sure what the dramatic thing is about whether it's a murder and then when it is when there is a murder if it, that is what the story is about yeah. or where it's going and that's what I liked I liked that just back and forth but I think to get back the flaws in the film that I saw and you hinted at it there the look of it 
it did look like a TV movie. Like what Jeanette says, there, that was what struck me. When it is all resolved at the end, you just go, certainly no desire to see that again. Yeah. I mean, very mundane at the end. All the way along. And I think what makes it good is the performances. Emily Blunt is excellent and does look like someone who's falling apart, even though I know in the book like she was supposed to be um, bloated up and overweight from all the booze and so on. They're certainly not like that in this. Um, but she still sent the but message you, like you still got it that she was a wreck. Yeah. And that no man would. Now, this obviously. Well, this is where the sex yeah, comes into um, it. That. Not that no man, but your man left her because it was just getting too much for him. Let's put it like that. And he didn't want to be with her like that. And he found something interesting somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, there obviously is other reasons. but Yeah, but it, it's basically, yes, it does feel like at first that, yeah, he's just gone on for a better model or something like this, that she's not good enough for him anymore. So he's moved on. to But there's more to it than that. But that is revealed in the film that there's more to it than that and then there's more to that again but I liked those layers of mystery but what I'm saying is when everything is revealed and all the revelations it, it is done so matter of factly yeah as you said it's like someone just sitting there summing it all up and telling you well this is what was really going on and this is on yeah. just go alright oh over Bye. yeah you really wanted to be shocked you're like oh no and it was that in the book Oh yeah, well I was shocked even when I read it I was like, I knew it, I knew it Yes, I got it right And it was just Well, it's something like that And it is, in the film It is a very exciting revelation It's just the way it's revealed It's so dull Yeah Because it's not just who done it It's how done it Is a great part, great deal of it And what was going on And that's really what the story is about Which is why I'm saying that you don't know whether the story is about a murder or whether it's about someone falling apart or something else. And it's actually about all of that. It all yeah. comes together very well. So I can see a very good story in there. I just see it badly executed. Exactly. That's exactly um, it. It's just terrible the way they told it yeah. is, is, is what I mean and what I hate about <laughs> it. Because I said, they could, oh, I thought it is such a good story. It's such, a, it's like a story that it, oh, it has so much potential to mm-hmm. be a great film like it's very it has to, like it could be so gripping and I that's what I thought when I when I looked at it I said they could do so much visually that mm. will make you like uh, be sucked into that world kind of thing and make it so about the psychology of every character which is well that's it it does feel like that it feels like it's a very rudimentary psychological thriller because they don't go into the psychology of the characters at all they're very superficial but you feel there is something underneath that yeah. they're just not dealing with. And that's what it is in the book. For example, Anna, right? At some point in the film, she was drinking wine and trying mm-hmm. to figure out this her... This is the second wife. Yeah, trying to figure out her husband's uh, password because she thought he was cheating on her. Now, that's mm-hmm. not revealing much, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because he cheated on Emily Blunt, who's Rachel, with the Real wife Anna. he has now. So she started doubting him as well. And in the book... It, it became such a thing where it was like, it's a cycle. She's becoming what Emily Blunt was. which is I starting, got that as well, though, from which the is, film. Well, I think they could have emphasized that so much more, which is mm. like, which helps tell the fucking story, which <laughs> makes you imagine the person and it just, oh, <laughs> yeah, so annoyed with it. But it, it, it was just so badly told. It could have been such a great movie. Mm. Well, I would say I enjoyed it. To a certain extent, but I went in expecting... Shame on you. Uh, well, I suspect after Jeanette's barrage of comments, I assumed automatically when she said this is 
dirge that I would feel the same. And that probably prejudiced me going in. And therefore, I was pleasantly surprised to a certain extent. It was better than I'd hoped. But I still don't think it's a great film. I think one thing I will say that I did think was funny. I think the audience that I was with got very impatient with it. Yeah. Because there was a was that happened with you? Yeah. Because there was a number of times where frequently, like constantly throughout the film, a title would come up saying two months earlier. And at one point when it did come up like two weeks er, two weeks ago, I just heard this deep sigh from us. Like, oh, Jesus, like this. Not again. Because that's OK now and then. But people just don't want that. Because they want the film to keep going and it yeah. just drags people back. Oh, fuck, why haven't we gone back to two weeks earlier? And it was it was so funny. I was there in the front row of the cinema because I arrived late. It was a packed cinema. And just to hear this deep sigh throughout, audience of strangers going, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the thing. The I was sitting and it, it it was packed and it still is yeah. getting very, very packed well, every time. Huge, yeah. yeah. And I remember just this guy sitting next to me and at one point something, which I also thought that didn't make sense. I rolled my eyes and you could just see the guy like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and you could see, and even, like, I have a friend that asked me, she said, have you seen it? I said, no, I'm reading the book. She said, yeah, a very strange movie, she said to me. And I was like, yeah, I get the feeling everyone thinks like that. Um, What do you, oh, do you have an annoying character? Or is that everyone in it? Everyone in it, but that. Emily Blunt. <laughs> that was exactly what I was well, thinking. I was like, oh, What did you God. think of the girl that played uh, Megan? I, I didn't like her. Because you know she was the woman in Magnificent Seven. Yes. Oh right. <laughs> I was expecting to surprise you with that. Yes. Yeah. So, well, we'll close it all off there with your marks out of ten, and you may go to minus figures if you want. I have a feeling you might be inclined to go quite low. I'm just gonna say zero. Really? Yeah. I, you really go all out with you. If you really love something, it's ten. If you really don't like something, zero. I've done sevens and sixes I, and fives. All right. I apologise. I'll think my about it. Male gaze approach. <laughs> so zero. I'm so gonna be wearing a cardigan next week. Oh no, <laughs> next week is bank holiday. Well, the next time. Next time. Okay. Well, we look forward to the next episode of Spoilerama, where Marina will be doing all the talking, and I'll be whimpering in the corner. And um, thank you for joining us on this. Please share and share a like across iTunes, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, I've been Mick Jordan and I've been Marina Gorski so join us again next week when we'll actually what will we mention what we're going to review next week we're hoping to do Last Train to Mulan is that what it's called Busan say that again Busan Busan whatever Marina just said that's what we're hoping to review probably wrong <laughs> we're going to get loads <laughs> of hatred hopefully we, hopefully we get to bloody see it because it's difficult enough and it's, it's only on in a lighthouse well, and, but no, we would definitely yeah, aim for it. Yeah. Okay, so that's if our, not Doctor Strange. Yeah, I knew Doctor Strange was the second one. So I just sang the Batman song. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, Batman with our good friend Ben Affleck. Oh. Okay. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Woo-hoo.